0: Hey everyone, this campaign is brought to you by Psychic Dolphin Garage. If you'd like to support us and our larger efforts to build a leftist community through tabletop role-playing games, head on over to patreon.com slash Garage. And now, back to the show.
1: It's late at night. You see the dark ocean in the middle of the sea. It's calm, slightly windy, as we see a large plane fly past. We go inside, it's a cargo plane. No one's inside except two people sitting facing each other, strapped to their go chairs, waiting for their next move. Kelton and Zach either describe your character or whatever yeah
0: yeah Uh, i'd love to describe my character um as is pdg rpg tradition i have a totally normal looking guy uh just red skin shaggy brown hair uh snub nose uh uh, forked tongue and goat horns with deer legs just a real kind of monstrosity looking normal guy yeah Yeah. the technical term might be a satyr Crossed with Hellboy is kind of the uh, vibe and appearance, but with way less sex appeal. I need to to mention that. This is like the Hellboy if all he did was drop out of community college.
2: <laughs> and I guess once again, playing the sex appeal. Uh, <laughs> seated across from you is my character, Eli, who is just a normal looking hippie guy in some tie-dye robes. Oh, yeah. You know, long brown hair, maybe slightly wavier than mine, because in fantasy world, my hair can look cool and not just long and straight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Really testing the boundaries of imagination as <laughs> I'm a red satyr <laughs> and you have no. wavy hair. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <That's> <laughs> crazy. Maybe I'm the sex appeal. Maybe playing all these monster characters is what makes you the sex appeal in this plane.
0: <laughs> the deviant art will, will be the one to let us know.
1: As this plane is flying through the air and y'all are essentially waiting for the call, in both of your earpieces, you hear uh, a voice come through. Well, 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 hope y'all are ready. Uh, remember, mission is get the name of Colonel Olvidar's supplier of lethopoxide. You know, the highly effective memory drug being sold by the Soviets. Fuck those people. However, your main mission after that is to retrieve our fellow colleague, Doc. We believe he's located on the MS cortisone captured somewhere, but we have yet to hear from him. You're essentially on hold until we can get confirmation that he is on this ship. And if you could recover a sample of the the drug, that'd also be great, but you know. Oh, well, I mean,
0: that just goes without saying, you know, you you can't really uh, just try and not try and sample the goods just for proof of concept, right?
1: Well, don't it, do that. Him. It is a highly effective memory drug.
2: If we're supposed to be on a boat, then why are we in a plane? This is a
1: cruise liner with very important and rich people on it.
0: Just because they're on a boat, they like to get high, you know what I mean? That's uh, <laughs> sure. I will say, uh, if we're gonna get dropped down on something, you gotta remind me uh, ahead of time. I didn't get told beforehand So then I ended up just, uh, I I flew off the damn thing without any boots on. It was just me and my hooves. You want to tell about giving the game away pretty hard when it's boot print, boot print, hoof print. Like, ah, I wonder who's on this
1: island. Like before, you'll see the red light, and that's when you'll know. Okay, good luck. As the communication cuts off.
2: Are you sure that this is like safe, man? I'm not sure about
0: that. I don't think we get paid if it's safe. Did they give you training on this at all? I'm going to tell you what my nephew uh, LBJ once said to me. Stop asking questions. Stop saying you're related to me. Just do your own thing. I think that's a good philosophy to have.
2: Look, man, I come from like a royal line. that's like unbroken for hundreds of years. I don't feel like I'm ever going to imply that we are brothers.
0: I, I would hope not. I mean, <laughs> who's your mother look like to who would give you something like that going
2: on? Oh, my mother, she's actually an heiress. So I, you, I, I, you should have heard of her. Maybe.
0: I don't think we run quite in the same circles as uh, things go on, but it's OK. Me and you, we could just knock a couple back by the point. Pool when this is all done. And here they got one of those cool things that's all glass at the bottom of the pool. So you can watch people fuck from the, the ground floor. That's uh, something that like y'all are into, right? You forest people. <laughs> Am I allowed to use that term? Forest people? Is that
2: derogative? I feel like technically both of our heritage are from the Feywild, so it's, it's whatever, man. Yeah,
0: I can say forest people. I get it. Look, man,
2: I just feel like this parachute that they gave us, like it looks like it fits you real great. You know, you're like big wide shoulders and i i I just i i can't you can't reach over here but like, before we jump, can you just make sure all my straps are, like, tightened down? Oh, yeah. I can definitely uh,
0: uh, tie you down if, if that's, you know, if I have your consent to do that. That's the thing
2: that we need to be doing. Well, I can't believe that they finally took me out of the lab and put me into field work. It doesn't feel great. And you're way too excited for this mission now, too, man.
0: You know, I, if I'm just able to go talk to Lynn about a few things after this, figure it's a little bit of, like, you know, you scratch my back, I scratch your horn kind of a situation
2: that is quite a phrase
0: the thing is that i just owe him so much and i really want to show him that uh i'm here for him in this incredibly difficult time you know he got a lot of things in motion for this country and i feel like we could do a lot of good here so hey we gotta go knock out a couple drug dealers have a little
3: fun at the same time i'm not against
1: it we're gonna jump to dread
3: to describe Doc, uh, who is coming to, uh, imagine Paul Giamatti but shrunk a little bit uh, and much, much, much hairier. He looks like he got lost in the uh, alongside a beach. He's got like a Tommy Bahama style lab coat somehow on, uh, and he's got very hairy feet and uh speckled face.
1: Your eyes open. Everything's kind of foggy. You're you're coming to. You see polished wooden floor in front of you as you realize you are slumped against a bed frame. Uh, it's a pretty well-decorated room that you're in. The The bed frame is nice golden ornate uh, king-size bed. As, as you're coming to and you're taking in your surroundings, um, you start to look up and you see the feet of two men in front of you. As your eyes raise, you see one wearing a sport coat, no t-shirt underneath and what looked like floral print swimming trunks uh and flip-flops his hair is kind of pulled back slightly like styled but also like he just went for a swim uh and standing next to him six five pure black cargo pants cargo boots white t-shirt stretched incredibly thin over a rippling body chiseled Aryan face blonde hair in a high and tight.
3: Fellas, what's going on here? Look, a two for one special is going to cost you extra.
1: You don't really have memory of, how you got here? What's happened? You know who you are, but everything maybe within the last like week or so is very fuzzy to you.
3: There's a 50% chance this is a kink thing.
1: <laughs> you, you do see uh, on a on a table in the room your briefcase. You take this with you everywhere. You know what it contains, which clicks a little something in your head. Of you take it on missions, but you don't remember what mission you're on right now. As you're still getting your bearings, the man in the swim trunks and sport coat starts chuckling and he goes, well, I didn't expect you to wake up so soon.
3: I have a very high tolerance for drugs.
1: Mm, I see. Well, anyways, congratulations. That is by far the quickest we've had someone come to maybe we'll need to look at the formula and adjust do i want a prize yes as long as you can answer just one question for me
3: i'll answer whatever you want well, i'm very helpful
1: you need to give us what we want
3: yeah sure what, what do you want otherwise they they like gesture
1: towards the the other man standing there and he he goes my friend klaus here loves to strangle people i find it a bit gruesome but the heart wants what the heart wants no klaus like nods and goes i i
3: i I have weirder fetishes than klaus like i get it trust me like I, i sympathize man klaus you and i are kindred souls
1: klaus looks at you piercing stare doesn't motion or or acknowledge you
3: yeah, real, real quick though like who who we're who we working for here folks like
1: we're asking the questions
3: uh and he's just gonna cycle through a series of bad broken languages he's gonna st- first try dutch and then french and then uh portuguese german he's as very you, bad at all of them
1: uh as you're cycling through languages portuguese uh the man in the swim trunks tilts his head when you start speaking that and german klaus blinks as you start speaking that well you're quite weird anyways listen one question answer it and you'll be relaxing with me on the sand of the el cotillo lagoons by morning you should try their cava by the way it's excellent but i digress if you do not answer my question then i'm afraid klaus here will just get to do what he loves to do and that'd be a terrible shame but it would be too dangerous to let you live you understand so tell me where is the leopard's gold
3: come again Say that again. Just one more time. Try try it again for me. Where
1: is the leopard's gold? He's like crouched down, leaning into you.
3: I want to make it very clear. Our good friend Doc here is attempting to rack his brain to comply. He is not trying to hold out hope, to try to be a good soldier, <laughs> to try to be loyal, <laughs> to try to do anything. He has no fucking clue what they're talking about. <laughs> I'm going to need you to be more specific. Uh I, I, I'm not doing a bit. I, need, I I promise you, I'm not doing a bit. I promise. I, I need you to be just a little more specific. What's a leopard's gold?
1: Fine, fine.
3: No, 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 no wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. It, like, I, I've got secrets. I, I mean, I, I'm I a treasure trove. I have been involved in many things. I I probably know something else that you're looking for. Statistically speaking, I'm ready to comply.
1: I don't know if you know where you are, but this is a cruise ship that I own. I highly doubt anything else that you know or could provide will be of any use to me.
3: That's the issue. I don't know where I am. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you're looking for. Like, uh, help me help you.
1: One more time. Yes. Where is the leopard's gold? Uh, uh, he like gonna... starts to stand up.
3: So Doc is going to start rubbing his temples with his toes. <laughs> he's very dexterous. <clears throat> okay. He's just yeah, going to be you, like. You
1: are handcuffed to the bed frame.
3: Right. Yeah. Handcuffed by my feet. Hands, too? Hands, <laughs> hands, hands, hands. Yeah. So his toes are just massaging his temples. Okay. Okay. Work with Casual me. Casual sex flex from Doc. <laughs> just, <laughs> right. just, just work with me here, buddy. <laughs> okay. So, so you're looking for, you said, the leopard's gold. Gold, right?
1: mm-hmm. as he's as he's fully st- stood up now
3: okay okay, okay. Uh, we, we can we can make this work ah, Cabo it's in Cabo fuck it what okay just tell me what the leopard's gold is maybe I know it under a different name maybe you know like you clearly know who I am right
1: I don't know who you are
3: then why have you kidnapped me
1: <laughs>
3: wait, wait, wait 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 I'm sure I'm sure <laughs> when was the last time you saw the leopard's gold
1: he begins to turn around as he 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 kind of laughs and starts to walk out of the room and you hear him say it seems i must find another friend to share kava with in the morning
3: i can help you i know secrets president i know what his skincare regimen is
1: he pauses and turns around just his head just his head turns around well, what is the skincare routine?
3: He he does a mix of coconut oil with avocado. It's actually it's kind of disgusting too. He's he makes this lady apply it to him every day. He
1: like nods and goes interesting. Well, I have a mermaid to attend to uh, a as what? he leaves the room. <laughs>
3: I am trying to be helpful here. You don't have to have the guy strangle me.
1: As this man leaves the room, Klaus smiles and reaches into his pockets. From his right pocket, he pulls out a white linen glove and begins to slowly put it on his right hand.
3: Klaus, wait. Before you do anything, I'm going to try it. Sprechen Sie Deutsch, Klaus.
1: He winks at you as he finishes putting on the glove. Takes his left hand, reaches into his left pocket, and pauses. (sighs) i be back as he leaves the room.
3: Uh, so they both left the room? Yes. Uh, so Doc is going to be disappointed that his attempt to defect didn't work. And does Doc know anything about any golden leopards of any kind? As hmm. more of his memories come back.
1: You think as far back as you can. Uh, and there's like a little, you like maybe recognize the name, but you don't have any clue where it is or what it is who it's tied to you just like there's a slight recognition at when the man asked you about it
3: all right it's, it, that, no. it is it is time for the fail safe does is his toe rig still on yes okay uh doc is going to lick his toe ring uh, <laughs> and after he has licked his toe ring his big toenail is going to extend out into a uh lock pick length like gnarled toe are you it's trying to get, get quentin is- tarantino to subscribe to our, <laughs> our podcast because it's working it's working he's going to uh attempt to pick the lock of the hand kiff with his toenail
1: okay give me a dexterity truck.
3: he is proficient is this presumably with disadvantage because with his feet? He, uh, is, he is proficient in thieves' tools.
1: Okay, well, no, no, no disadvantage. Uh, it's uh, It seems like you're quite dexterous with your feet, so... Uh,
2: yeah, just a subtle flex. Yeah, yeah. No, no disadvantage, but you have to act it out for us <laughs> yeah. on camera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to see it happen.
3: All right, so his gnarled toenail is going to snake out, and he is going to attempt to pick the lock with it. Okay. That is a natural 20. (laughs) 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 Hell yeah.
2: Hell of a way. It's only downhill from here.
1: As as someone who's done this many times before, uh, it is quite trivial, trivial to you to pick this handcuff with your toenail. With a click, it undoes itself and you are
3: free. I do not know where I am. I barely know who I am. I do not know what they want.
1: Give me a perception check. I'm actually pretty
3: good at that. Doc super agent. That is a natural one. Oh my <laughs> god. My, my first two rolls are a natural twenty, followed by a natural one. Incredible.
1: Yeah, nothing's coming back to you. You know who you are, you know you're you know you're you're an agent, and you know that your briefcase is on the table. Other than that, the room you were in just looks like a bedroom.
3: Okay, we are gonna go for that briefcase. <laughs> Hopefully some clues are there.
1: As you go to the briefcase and you open it up, you see... Well, I'll, I'll let you tell me what, what your character would include in this briefcase.
3: Several vintage Playboy magazines. Okay. Uh, they, of course, have their their codebook. Th- those are his codebooks. He uses them <laughs> as a cypher. Uh, <laughs> uh, as, as a cyphers. cypher, yeah, yeah. Smart, smart. And also, there are no weapons. And he's a specialist in Tai Chi. Okay. Uh, he, he studied under a Tai Chi master named Steven Seagal. Uh, <laughs> and... Got really into things. It's Steven Seagal senior, to be yeah, clear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, right, uh,
1: this is the '60s, <laughs>
3: right? Additionally, inside are a series of, of pants, uh, like like very like thin pants uh, that are actually a very nice linen cloth, and several uh, file folders with other things.
1: Cool. As as you're rifling through your your briefcase you're, you're like looking at all the stuff and you're like okay that's yeah everything's in order
3: and two sets of tools there's a, uh, a herbalism kit which is just a pipe and some drugs and a tinker's tools
1: yeah as you as you're going through your briefcase just looking for any clues like maybe some sort of docket or or whatever that would give some sort of indication as to why you're why you're here you also find a small black transmitter box with a red button on it uh, it is something that you wouldn't normally have brought uh, in a briefcase, but it is there.
3: So I'm going to grab the transmitter. I'm going to grab the, the tools. I'm going to grab one of the magazines just in case. I'm going to throw my pants on. And then I'm going to look to see if there's a vent anywhere to climb into. Okay. Because um, I'm, I'm a nimble little Paul Giamatti.
1: Okay. There is a vent to circulate the air throughout this cruise ship. It <laughs> is very small. You could maybe fit two hands inside of it.
3: Damn. I am a halfling, but that is not unfortunately halfling sized. That's yeah, two yeah. hands sized. I am going to press the transmitter and see if anyone's on the other side.
1: As you press the button, the plane's doors open as a rush of wind fills the, the, the cabin, and you see the red light come on.
0: Let's fucking go! Let's do this! That's us? Are you sure that's us? I pull down on the straps connecting Eli to make them just as tight as possible, like pinning Eli <laughs> to the parachute <laughs> uh, as tight as I possibly can, and go, yeah, it's us! Let's go! Let's do this!
2: And waddle out with this huge parachute on my back.
1: Cool. Do, y'all, do y'all, y'all both jump?
2: I put yes. my on his shoulder okay i'm ready as soon as you're <laughs> i scream for about a half second and <laughs> then i just stop screaming
1: to psych yourself up yeah yeah uh as y'all both jump out you're
2: flying through the air
1: and you can see the cruise ship uh beneath you and in, in the sea uh the two of y'all give me a we'll say acrobatics
2: acrobatics okay that's fine that's it's better than athletics (laughs) (laughs) okay that's gonna be a 19 in total uh 13 acrobatics
1: okay kelton as you're as you're flying through the air you've done this before you're you're pretty skilled at jumping as you get closer to the cruise ship, you you pull your chute and you are very comfortable with controlling the the two straps to kind of like steer you uh, in the direction you want to go. And I will leave it up to you where you want to land. As, as, as we'll just we'll just call it like you can see a pool uh, sure. kind of towards the the bow end of the boat. Uh, it's rather large. Uh, everything else is just yeah. pool 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 chairs and there's like a little bar, look like a little. Can, can I see any people as I'm approaching? Yes, uh, you can see a couple people lounging by the pool it is it is midnight uh so anyone out there is is either with a lover or okay. or enjoying a cigarette before going back inside yeah you can see a couple people near the pool uh give me give me a perception check
0: sure okay. thing that's a plus zero so
1: four straight up okay nothing outside of what the outside of people next to the pool you you don't notice anyone who wouldn't just normally okay. be on a cruise ship cool. yeah and I'll, I'll let you tell me where you want to land.
0: Uh yeah, I'm I'm going to try and um land on the end of the cruise ship, I I guess like on on the far side uh on the other side of the pool. So, in other words, uh, at least if I understand the layout, the pool is towards the end of the cruise ship and then there's probably like a walkway area and stuff mm-hmm. on the other side. That that it, edge of the cruise ship is where i'm gonna to want to try and land
1: cool yeah without trouble you quickly land and, and do a little roll and immediately take off your your parachute vest and act like you're you you were just there the whole night yeah um yeah. eli <laughs> With a thirteen, <laughs> maybe because you were scared, uh, you you pulled your chute a little too early, so now you're kind of in the air, really trying to get down as quickly as you can, but it is taking quite a while. As you as you as you're coming down, uh, you're almost overshooting the the boat, and you land on the roof of the bar next to the pool. Um, you kind of like slide down slide down the little the little hut.
2: I and think land on the ground and crash. Does that mean that I'm like I'm like ripping the chute off as I'm as I'm like dropping in for the last like ten feet? Yeah. Yeah. So the chute just like <clears throat> off into the night. Yes.
1: As you land, you see a guy kind of in the distance. He's wearing a suit. He hears your the crash, and can, it's it's dark. Like there's not a whole lot of lights uh, on on the top deck. It's kind of dark, but you can you can make him out. And he kind of like turns towards your general area and starts slowly walking over.
2: Okay, I'm crashed like inside the bar. Like I'm behind the bar right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, cool. I like grab like one of the well things. Like pour some on me like a little like little roach and like like light it to get the the weed smell going and i just kind of like lay myself down back here a little bit like i'm wandered back here
1: as this guy gets closer he he sees you and he's like are you all right so
2: yeah man i'm doing great back here sorry i think i knocked something over he immediately like, gets <laughs> he immediately gets the
1: whiff of the weed and also the liquor and and kind of like turns his nose up and kind of, like, looks at you, like, eyes you up and down. What are you wearing?
2: Uh, that, like, Woodstock outfit. It's, like, bell-bottom everything and, like, a baby blue background with, like, pink and green paisley all over it.
1: Yeah, as he, as he looks at you. He's...
2: I don't, I'm not wearing, like, a tactical vest. I have, like, some nice, like, pouches that are also the same, like, material. Like, so it's like, it's like I'm wearing a, a little backpack, mm-hmm. but you couldn't tell that it, you wouldn't be able to tell that it, <laughs> it's, uh, tactical gear inside of it. Gotcha. Like a book bag and a little, like, Little like messenger bag and shit.
1: He's looking you up and down, and you hear him mutter fucking hippies. Uh, as he then more loudly says, Well, please do take care. Maybe perhaps it's time to head to bed. Oh, you're right,
2: man. It is kind of late, man. Yeah.
1: All right, man. As he turns around and and heads back to where he was originally standing,
2: put my shit out, put it back, my (laughs) fucking, my little tin case, put it back in like shit. Uh, saving
1: that god damn it Dante what are you doing
2: at
0: this point since I've landed on the edge of the pool I'm busting out my kit laying out all of my equipment so that within I can properly you know get ready for the mission I am not going the stealth hippie mode basically whatsoever you know I, I have on my uh uh, vest, I have like a, a armor plate flak jacket, a couple of K-Bar knives on it, I'm assembling my Garand rifle, putting the pistol in, basically getting all locked up and loaded to go, because I know shit is about to go sideways, <laughs> and with the way I look, there's no deception of seeming like a party boy, like, I, I'm not the type someone forgets, but I know that about myself, so... It's, it's time to to lean in. So I'm just getting things all ready to go. I'm putting on my boots of false traces. Uh, so that way then it's not leaving hoof marks everywhere. That's my one thing I'm super self-conscious about.
2: <laughs> uh, so so we are reflavoring uh, like long as rifles, right? Yes,
1: yes, yes. We'll say also, uh, this is kind of, it's like 60s low sci-fi. So like you could have a more
3: Futuristic
1: mm-hmm. kind of test.
3: Yeah, the boys of the lab came up with this nifty right, exactly. idea. Yeah. <laughs> you might have like a Colt, like a Car 15, or something. Okay, yeah, that's
2: yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, like a Colt 15. Yeah, it, it, it would be it'd be a super shorty, single fire only, because it's from the lab, of course.
1: <laughs> the the two of y'all have been briefed on the mission. Uh, you know the like for brevity so that we're not just exploring the ship for however long, yeah. uh, you, you've been given a layout of the ship. You know that there are essentially four levels. Um, you are on the top deck. Uh, you know that the general that you're looking for, Olvidar's suite, is on the second floor port side, just below the main deck, uh, and not too far from the second floor bar. Okay. Um, there are stairwells on port and starboard side, uh, on the, on each floor.
2: How long does it take Dante to get ready for this? Oh, I mean, maybe two minutes, if that. Okay. This I was going to say, I, I might they cast... Were,
1: they were getting ready while they were dropping.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <Gotcha>. but, yeah. <laughs> okay. I might cast... I was going to say, I might cast Augury, but that takes 11 minutes to do.
0: Listen, if that's what you want to do, I mean, I can make us a couple of cocktails. Dante is now, like, in the water, just kind of hanging out, trying to... Catch a vibe a little bit as he's like wading tor- towards the shallow end of the pool to get up to the bar, starting to like pour a cocktail, <laughs> get that action going. Okay, perfect.
2: Yeah, cool. So Eli,
0: <laughs> uh, so I mean, is that your drink of choice that you like spilling all over
2: yourself, or uh, what? What else do you look, man? If I could just have a gin, that would be great.
0: Better to drink gin than hit the gym,
2: huh? Exactly. Like gin is made with you know all sorts of herbs and stuff, and and you know we're creatures of the wilderness, so. I'm I'm saying as I like, like I'm pulling out like my playing cards and like I'm playing a am ga- playing a game of solitaire by myself as my augury.
0: Oh, it could have been gin rummy. Come on. It was uh, right <laughs> right it could
2: have, but gin rummy takes two. I'm right here. <laughs> I'm available. <laughs> I saw you know the cards so yeah, so gin rummy
1: while you're dealing the cards uh Doc, what are you up to?
3: So I've pressed this transponder. Yes. I'm going to whisper into it. Who the fuck
1: are you? You you speak into it uh and you get nothing. It is, uh, you, as you maybe, maybe it's because you're still in a slight daze. But as you're turning this thing over, you just realize it's just a it's just a box with a button on it.
3: Fucking Christ! <laughs> Whoever I am, I'm a fucking moron. All right, all right, all right.
1: Uh... You can hear the sound of loud boot footsteps coming down the hallway.
3: Okay, it's time for operation. I'm gonna hide. I am relatively sneaky. Well, I'm I, I'm doc is actually going to go back to the bed and pretend to be handcuffed
1: love it um as you as you get back into the position and kind of like put your arm behind you pretending to still be locked up the the door opens and you see Klaus return this time with uh, uh another glove in his hand as he puts it on his 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 left hand
3: Klaus, that's, the, that's that's actually a right-hand glove.
1: He like looks down and you're right. The left-hand glove he put on does look a little weird and, and like it's backwards. He like looks at it and he says, Ugh. and then he just cracks his knuckles and he goes, whatever. And he kind of walks towards you. And and gets ready to does lean he, down. Does, does he close the door out. behind him? No, it is open.
3: As soon as he gets close enough, I am going to attempt to spring upon him and flurry of blows in. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, as he's you know calmly coming over to you with his arms outstretched to to strangle you. Yeah, we'll just say that's a surprise attack. Give me
3: give me a roll. Does that have advantage if it's a surprise attack? Yes. Yes. It's a good thing, because that was a two. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) That's much better. Uh, So that is going to be a 19 to hit. That hits. Uh, Mm -hmm. Awesome. So yeah, that's for the first attack. I am spending a key point to do flurry of blows. And so I'm going to attack twice.
1: Okay. So for that first attack, yeah, uh, that's just a regular attack. Yeah, yeah. What's the What's the damage on that?
3: Damage is going to be. Oh my! De- I forgot to grab my deploy a staff. It must have been one of the objects in my in my briefcase. Mm. It must have been a deploy like an unfolding staff, but gotcha. Don't have it here. Uh, so I'll just use my regular unarmed because mm-hmm. I messed that up. That is five or six damage.
1: Completely throwing him off guard, you you punch him straight in the chest as he's leaning down to get you. Uh, And you're doing more attacks? Yeah, I'm
3: I'm gonna do the bonus action. I'm gonna spend a key point and do two unarmed strikes on him.
1: Uh, These will not be advantaged, but just go ahead.
3: That is a 16 to hit. That one hits. That one is a 15 to hit.
1: That also hits.
2: Give me the damage.
3: plus five to hit. (laughs) Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, So the first one is five damage, and the second one is six damage.
2: Ooh, okay. Um, That would have just about one-shot me.
1: Completely catching him off guard, you you in quick succession hit him three times, and he is knocked to the ground, completely winded, and is will give him the prone modifier. He is laid back on the ground, winded, and not looking great. Real quickly, he is very much hurt. You motherfucker!
3: <laughs> I should have known that you would be careless when you took two right hand gloves. I'm gonna kick him in the crotch. <laughs> And I assume it's gonna, he's going to get a turn before I get to do that. But
1: uh, no, you caught him off guard, so that 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 all happens. Uh, all right. We'll say like before. We're not we're not going to roll initiative. It'll, cool. We'll, well, you have the opportunity to do something right now I, before I, before class
3: reacts. I am going to grapple him around his neck to try to keep him from talking and attempt to put him to sleep.
1: Okay, we'll say that's just a contested athletics check.
3: Makes sense. Ooh.
1: I uh, so Twenty two.
3: I did not roll a twenty two. Okay. So he I, I rolled uh, pretty well actually a seventeen, but that's not enough.
1: Yeah, yeah. As you as you as you try to grab him on the ground.
3: Oh uh, hmm. Actually I'm not gonna, not gonna be able to beat a twenty two without a natural twenty.
1: We're not we're we're gonna what was your what was your actual roll? Uh seventeen. All right, we're gonna retcon a little bit. He was prone, and so I give him disadvantage, and he came up with a sixteen. So as you as you straddle him on the ground and kind of put him in the into a chokehold, he's like, and he's kind of struggling, uh, but he is very hurt and weak right now. As you are able to lock your your arm underneath his neck and whatever whatever the move is, where you brace your your hand to yeah, to I, lock I'm, it in.
3: I'm doing a Venetian choke lock. Yes. Yeah. He didn't keep his chin down. Yeah, as he as he's struggling
1: <laughs> against you, uh, you can kinda feel him get weaker and weaker as as you you wrap your legs around his torso.
3: I'm gonna whisper into his ears. You like strangling, do you? <laughs> do you like strangling?
1: You can kinda see him smile a little bit as he <laughs>
3: <laughs> loses consciousness. Oh my god. Yeah, buddy. Good and for just, you. Go to sleep, go to sleep. <laughs>
1: uh Klaus is knocked out.
3: Alright, I'm going to close the door with my foot, and then I'm going to put Klaus back into bed where I was. Okay. And o- On the ground or in the bed? In the bed. Okay. Handcuffing him and covering it up to make it look like I'm stuffing something in his mouth. Then I'm going to try to take anything that he has on him.
1: Okay. Uh, as you search through his pockets uh you find a pistol well i'm
3: i am incredibly bad with this but i still tuck it into my uh into my shorts
1: uh if you want to add that it is just a ranged weapon plus three to hit 1d8 damage if you choose to use it
3: i'm actually not bad with it i can't flurry with it but like yeah it's a gun uh, so (laughs) i'm gonna take his shoes i'm gonna take his gloves okay I'm just going to make sure that the gloves are not on the handcuffs just because I don't want somebody to look up at the body and make it very obvious that it's Klaus. Okay. I'm going to show both gloves in his mouth amongst some other stuff just to keep it in case he is alive or i'm, I'm not checking I, like I, I i could check i'm not gonna check i just don't care enough
1: so if anyone comes in they'll just think like this is a kink thing with yeah. him handcuffed to the bed okay
3: e- exactly and i'm gonna mosey on i'm gonna grab do, uh, is my deployable staff in my suitcase by the way it's okay if it's not
1: is that something you would have normally brought
3: it's like it would be like my go to weapon, but it's like it's fine if it's not. It's just a quarter staff.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's in your briefcase.
3: Okay. I'll grab that, I'll tuck it in. Uh I'm gonna pretend I'm gonna deploy it, pretend it's a a a, uh, a blind cane, and okay. I'm gonna i I'm gonna start walking out into <laughs> I'm gonna mosey into the hallway and close the door behind me.
1: As you as you exit this room and, and close behind you, you see a pretty narrow hallway. It's it's a you know it's a cruise ship and it kind of opens up to your left to a slightly wider hallway and you can see a set of double doors. The number 101 above it.
3: I'm gonna listen at the door. Just a ear, if there's anything.
1: Okay. Uh, give me...
3: In theory, I'm good at perception when I don't roll natural ones. <laughs> yeah. Give me, <laughs> give me
1: Give me your perception check. Five
3: is 14.
1: Okay. With a 14, uh, you put your ear next to the door, and you can't quite discern if the sounds of just a cruise ship are coming through or if there's somebody inside you aren't able to discern the difference
3: well we're opening it tapping with our cane as we go in
1: uh as you put your hand on the handle it does not turn
3: handy dandy toe pick <laughs> i'm gonna get Here. real dexterous for a minute
1: yeah G- uh, give, give me a what would that roll be slide a hand
3: slide of foot uh, it's, yeah. it's probably a thieves tools check right
1: yeah so you would be proficient with it yeah so yeah. slide a hand
3: that is a dirty 20
1: never failing you before your your toenail is also able to pick this lock as the the door swings open and you're greeted with a very large suite there is a bathtub smack dab in the middle of the of the room stone floor the huge open windows with a view of the ocean even though it's dark there's a walk-in wardrobe to the left and to the right is just a massive bathroom with a heated floor As you, as you enter, are you trying to be stealthy? Are you, are you just checking out the place? Now that
3: that I've picked the lock, yeah, I'm being stealthy as possible.
1: Give me a stealth check.
3: I am okay at that. Uh, 16.
1: As as you're inside, you, you, you quietly make your way through and you can hear (sighs) as the toilet flushes in the bathroom.
3: You said there's a bathtub, not in the bathroom, but just in the suite? Yes. Like smack dab in the middle. Is it full of anything right now? Nope. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna hide under the bed.
1: Uh, as you as you hear the the toilet flush and you and you quickly make your way to under the bed. You see a short man come out of the the bathroom in a tuxedo. He like kind of adjusts his his coat as he heads towards the the door. And you see him sit down on a chair next to the entrance of this room.
3: Does he seem like he's captive at all here? Uh, no.
1: The door locks from the inside, so he could he could have left.
3: Okay, so he could have left. He didn't, and he's he's facing away from the door,
1: uh, away from the door, towards towards the me, right? Yeah. yeah.
3: Uh, as he don't... as he
1: pulls out like a, a little book and begins reading,
3: he's not the guy who came with Klaus before.
1: No, no, the guy who came with Klaus was dressed like a like a beer bellied, rich guy who's going to the beach. Uh, we are gonna jump back to Dante and Eli. You are still on the top deck, and the t- the two of y'all roll a d twenty. Uh, all right, eleven, 11, 10... Dante, you won the first game of Rummy. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: hey, you know it's it's all about what kind of melds you do.
2: Uh, it's just, it's just really important to get the right kind of sequences set up. I wasn't playing Gin Rummy. I was just gathering cards and trying to get a reading from my augury spell. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> uh so uh for augury uh you get to you should choose one of the following possible omens uh wheel for good results woe for bad results wheel and woe for both good and bad results and nothing for results that aren't especially good or bad i choose so i receive an omen from an otherworld entity about the results of a specific course of action they plan to take within the next 30 minutes and then you get to tell us what the results of that would be Okay. So if I have four saying, options. Yes. Good, so, bad, good and bad, or neither. Okay. None.
1: Uh, if we're just going down one, two, three, four from that list, uh, I rolled good. Okay. <clears throat> so so is this just is this just like a premonition kind of thing? Like you get the feeling that things are gonna go well.
2: Yeah, I, I receive an omen from an otherworldly entity. So uh, as as my, my uh, you know, weed smoke is, is billowing around, like a face comes out of it and whispers into my ear and I'm like, oh yeah, okay. So, you know, I got, so <laughs> I show my hand, it's just like a mishmash of cards and I've just like <laughs> ordered them in a specific way. I'm like, well, see, here's the... Here's the Queen of Hearts, and then here's the Three of Spades. It looks like if we just proceed in, uh, I would have said that like we're, we gotta check like through the rooms on this deck specifically, or, or something. Uh, I, yeah, I assume that our plan is to just like go inside and check through all the rooms in this deck specifically. And it was a good omen.
0: Hey! Yeah. It, took you, it took you ten minutes to try and figure out that hanging out with <laughs> me was the right course of action? <laughs> Could have told you that in thirty seconds. I handed yeah. him a cocktail.
1: Uh, reminder for the two of y'all, your mission is to get the name of Colonel dar's supplier of this drug, the highly effective memory drug, being sold to the Soviets. S- kind of secondary objective, recover a sample slash, mm-hmm. ideally, he cannot suspect that he's been contacted by MI6 engines, which y'all are.
2: Got it. Got it.
1: And yeah, like I said, uh, you're aware of the layout of the, of the cruise ship. You know that the colonel's suite is on the second floor uh, near the bar, near the... <laughs> What is it called? Kuala de la Seren- Serena, Cage okay. of the Mermaid, is the name of the bar.
0: And we're we're currently on the third floor right now. Top top floor, top. Floor. Oh,
1: okay. So we're on yep. the fourth floor then, right? Because it's four floors, top to bottom, one through four. So top deck would be floor one, oh, second okay. floor, third floor, and then fourth is okay. The got it. Got it. Gotcha. Got it.
0: So okay, yeah, we, we got to go down one. Perfect.
2: Uh, look, man, I'm I'm like a I'm like the support guy. And look, I got my whole bag of goodies here, but as long as you're willing to take the front, then I'll just, I'll be right there behind you. I'm, I'm a great support guy.
0: I'm so glad to hear you say that. Okay.
2: I'm going to try and awkwardly like
0: grab a couple bottles with me and then uh, immediately try and search for the staircase or whatever.
1: You, you see a bunch of signs that just uh, largely display that the stairs are on either sides of the deck.
0: Great. I put an armor around Eli and then we, we start you know, moseying
2: our way down. Perfect. Got my Colt AR prototype on my 1960s three-point harness. <laughs>
1: so, as you get down the stairs, you you pass by a, a, a very drunk guy who kind of stumbles past y'all and, and bumps into you. He, he looks at Dante kind of like focusing his eyes, like not sure what he's seeing uh, and just like kind of shrugs and, and continues stumbling up the stairs past you as you get to the second deck. You are on the outskirts, so kind of like the open area of the cruise ship um, where people can, you know, like there's railings and you can look over. Um, Yeah, and you see a couple doors further down the walkway that lead to the interior. Uh, Farther down you can see a, a set of double doors that have a sign above it that says cage of the mermaid
2: bar and discotheque
0: all right eli do you feel like uh we should go dancing or do you think we should uh take this to the bedroom
2: if i understand correctly then uh look man the real question is left door right door
0: i'm gonna say we always gotta go to the left on this we gotta we gotta try and push that way
2: we have left the dance floor.
0: <laughs> ah, I love
1: this guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you head down the, you head through the doors that lead to uh, the various suites. Uh, and yeah, you find yourself in a hallway with just a bunch of rooms starting from 101 all the way. You see a sign that says like 108 to 115, make a right. Okay. And um, you know the Colonel Suite to be 101. Let's head that
2: uh, way. Then, we uh, already know. Uh, look, Dante, man, I got like. Do you want me to, like, throw a grenade in there or, or what? I mean, who needs a grenade when you have... And I, I knock
0: on the door as loud as I can.
1: Uh, Room service! From underneath the bed, you can hear the knock at the door. Doc, as you, you can see through from underneath the bed, uh, this this man kind of stand up a little puzzled and go to unlock the door. And he pauses as the door is unlocked already. He, he pauses, he turns around and like scans the room briefly before turning back and opening the door.
2: Hello? Firebolt. <laughs> 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 I,
0: I was going to try the deception round, but sure. Yeah,
2: let's-, let's... 16 to hit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that's seven damage. Six. <laughs> okay.
1: As as the door opens and you see this short man and in, in, in a tuxedo immediately get blasted the fireball and get sent back into the room and kinda <laughs> knocks against the bathtub. Uh, uh, you said you said six damage?
3: Seven. seven. Seven, Doc is gonna do everything he can to stay as silent as possible under the bed, because apparently there are murderers on this <laughs> ship.
2: <laughs> hey man, are you okay? Are you the colonel? Is he the colonel I didn't I, I didn't read our homework actually.
0: Um we i mean we were supposed to find out who his supplier was so i'm hoping that you didn't just kill a geriatric senior before we could uh interrogate him but uh well well,
2: i brought i brought look i brought this truth serum
0: well the fuck me then that works out just fine
1: as this man is like coming to he's like touching his chest uh and his tuxedo's scorched in the center and then he looks up to the two of y'all in a mixture of like fear and and also anger, as you see his eyes quickly dart towards the the wardrobe as he's as he's like put pu- pushing himself up off the ground.
2: I'm gonna mage hand just like put my hand on his chest. Uh, mage hand him doesn't him do five pounds. It's five Eat. pounds. I I don't know if five pounds is enough to stop a geriatric old person from standing up.
3: That's a fair point. Uh, yeah, your, your mage
1: hand comes out and rests on his his chest, and he
2: look it's fine everything's good look you're fine look at you you're you're still moving it's cool i wouldn't do that though i wouldn't uh <clears throat> i wouldn't stand up though i'm like i've like pulled the so pulled is, the, the AR is, is the
3: guy back on the floor now like is he pressed on the floor a little bit no, so no 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 well, he's okay. also
1: not geriatric.
3: <laughs> well, right. I just want to say, if he does get on the floor, I want to like look over at him and like hold my finger to my lips like... <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> next time he's on the floor, I'm trying to be like...
1: Sh- Mei-chan sh- didn't keep him in place, uh, mm-hmm. but you, you essentially paused him for a brief second as, he, as he's now looking at the two of y'all and going, who are y'all?
2: Who are you, man? Who are any of us? You know, if you think about it, if all of our experience eli
0: eli I'm, I'm gonna take it from here uh listen general we know who you are you may not know who we are but i have one question have you heard the good news of our lord and savior jesus christ
1: general i'm not the general well fuck me so we can just kill you then
0: uh
3: way to give up the game this early
1: yeah but- he he sprints towards the the wardrobe
3: K- does he run by the bed at all no okay Again- he is.
1: He is- if if the bed is at the far end of the room, you can see the bathtub. He is on the okay. other side of the bathtub.
3: The question I have is, as the two murderers are distracted, can Doc slip out behind
2: them? No, we're standing in the doorway right Damn now. Yeah. No. <laughs> Doc <I> mean, <laughs> could try, but yeah, Doc staying where he
1: is. He sprints towards the wardrobe. Uh,
0: I am going to try and grapple him immediately up against the wall.
2: Just shoulder check him and then yeah. Hit him with your forearm right around his neck. I mean, I I got
0: horns. I got hooves. These are not soft, squishy objects.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so he he starts running, and you immediately chase after him. Uh, Yeah, like form
0: open tackle. Like I am, I don't know, current NFL champion Green Bay Packers linebacker or something.
1: He had a slight head start on you. As he gets to the wardrobe, you see his arm outstretch to reach for something on in the uh, interior wall of this wardrobe as you kind of shoulder check him give me a strength check
0: okay uh that is going to be uh, with the roll a 16
1: okay. yeah he rolled a seven right before he can reach whatever it is he was going for uh you tackle him right outside the wardrobe and y'all fall to the ground. Sweet.
2: Cool. So I, I'm following up and looking in the wardrobe, but whatever Dante's going to do, go ahead.
1: Are you, are you grappling him? Are you? Yeah. Are you I, I mean, I, him I tackled ground?
0: him and I've taken him down onto the floor,
1: kind of rolling around as he's struggling against you. Uh, Eli, you, you look inside the wardrobe and you see a, uh, a red button on the inside of the wardrobe that you imagine is what he was going for. As you, as you look into the wardrobe, uh, it's a walk-in. You see a bunch of nice suits, shoes, various jewelry, in in like a nice display case. Uh, a lot of rings, and on on one of the the chests in, in this wardrobe, you can see a what looks like a white medical bag that's all
2: zipped up. Perfect. I very carefully with my mage hand unzip it and peek open, peek into it.
1: You see a syringe and a row of vials all labeled with epoxide. There is 12 little sections for the vials, but you only see 11 slotted inside.
2: Mm. Look at that, man. We found
0: the stuff we came for. That was, see, it was a good omen. I think we were supposed to find the name of the supplier, but I mean, we got the stuff and that's good. And I'm, I'm going to dig my elbow down and I'm going to try to lean down to whisper uh, into the guy's ear. But as I'm doing that, I guess I could, uh, as I'm leaning down to whisper into his ear, I could then see underneath the bed. So would would I see Doc at that time?
1: Doc, are you trying to be, are you still stealthing it up? Are you trying not to be seen?
3: Do I recognize any of these people?
1: Um, yes. You have worked with these two people before.
3: Mm, I've worked with the murderers before. Excellent. I have excellent Mm -hmm. taste in friends. All right. I'm gonna roll myself out from under the bed and be like, Hey guys! <laughs> I'm like, Hey, the Doc, bag, like, how the
0: hell are you? Oh, what are what's a nice guy like you doing in a joint like
3: this? I don't know. I don't know who I am. I'm not sure who you are. I know we worked together. I think I may be under the effects of some sort of I don't know, voodoo curse.
2: Again? Again. It's a long story, okay. I think they gave you some doses of this, Doc. Um, I would, you've already gotten voodoo cursed before? That's just bad
1: luck. While this conversation was happening, um, this man uh, was reaching into his pockets, and he pulls out a little pill, and he puts it in his mouth as he bites down on it. He goes, Arcana will be in touch, as his mouth starts foaming, and he's convulses on the ground Uh, i'm gonna gonna, wait
3: i'm gonna use my herbalism kit to cure his cyanide poisoning
1: (laughs) uh give me give me a medicine check
3: i add a d4 to that okay uh i am quite good at that actually whenever i roll a medicine check uh i roll a d4 and add that plus the total uh thing okay cool (laughs) uh that is a uh a total of 25 because <laughs> uh, I I rolled a 18 plus seven
1: okay uh, as, as you rush over to him uh, while he's convulsing uh, you're able to stabilize him uh, right before he dies uh, but he is he is knocked out
3: that rocks that's fine run me his pockets uh,
1: you search through his pockets and you find... Just one thing, a business card that says Los Brincos, bottom left, Juan Pardo, telephone number 955 471 but scribbled on it in pen, you see the word nibble 15, colon 45.
3: Mm, night Nibblers. <laughs>
1: Four seven one zero five eight. Yes. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you the telephone number doesn't matter. <laughs>
2: Well, I have notated it down, so screw you, DM. I'm
3: calling this (laughs) phone number later. Uh, I'm going to hand it to the brains of the operation. Dante! (laughs) (laughs) Ah, thanks so much. It means a lot uh, that you want to
0: stay in touch like this.
3: I don't know who... Never mind. I I somehow know that this is
2: wrong. (laughs) Implicitly, I understand I have made a mistake. (laughs) Do I need to cast Comprehend Languages... I can, I do, or do I, do I like recognize any of this stuff as something that would have been in things that I came across?
1: It's Spanish. Uh, uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, nothing on the uh, business card as far as like the meaning of the business card uh, actually okay. matters. It, it was, it was nothing that was given to you in the docket. However, can I make
2: the, like a, like a, like a history check for this? Sure. Yeah. Okay. See if I, just, just see if I pop anything.
3: I know what guest store means, but. I just don't
2: know that Doc would. <clears throat> Alright, that was a seven total. I'm not going to use my class feature to re-roll that, because uh, here come the twos. Here, here they it's, come. Uh
1: 1545. You immediately deduce that it's a time, and next to that, written in pen ink, the Nachnubel, you recognize it as German, and you don't know the meaning, but you could maybe guess that it's a name
2: hey man so we have the still holding the bag with mage hand we have the memory drug he's not dead what if we wipe both of their memories and i'm also implicitly understanding that this is colonel olvidar's butler like who just wears who just wears a tuxedo out all the time. It looks so uncomfy. Like how does he even move? I have like eons of space inside of this inside of this outfit and
3: I, I don't fully remember you, young man.
2: Well, that's okay, um... Doc. I'm Eli. It's nice to meet you again great to meet you too i've been through training on the left epoxide dosages um so i understand that you might be a little bit confused but don't worry as we spend more time together you'll become more comfortable with the solid memories that you still have uh we won't be able to fully restore the gap that you have found yourself with
3: but look man it's all good i'm just gonna ignore everything you just said but i have a question for you does the words the leopard's gold mean anything to you Do you
2: want me to make a history check on that?
1: Um, No, no, you know. The Leopard's Gold is a secret stash of South American Nazi... Boo-yon. Bullion, bullion. Mm. How do you pronounce that word? Bullion I think for bullion. that. It,
2: it's, bullion it's, for gold. Yeah, bullion, bullion is, cubes yeah, for yeah, cooking. It's, yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's actually gold
3: cubes for cooking. <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm, the secret stock. Don't ask um, me. I only know how my
0: grandma pronounced it. We should have known it was suspicious when Europeans were talking about spices for some reason.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> you you know, leopard's gold to refer to the South American Nazi gold oh, stash. Yeah,
2: man the the leopards leopards gold is uh you know like a city of gold like myth mythos that is followed from the nazis that that went over to south america after world war ii and it's supposed to be you know millions of dollars of 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 gold that has been hidden somewhere and then lost
3: why the fuck would they interrogate me about that
2: did they find it and lose it Mm. or did they uh are they like they're asking you because they're in contact because they're looking for it obviously And someone hid it from them well if it was our government we would know right and which gov i want to let you know i did not cooperate (laughs) with them
3: whatsoever those dastardly armenians
1: as you're learning more info about this gold stash uh it is clicking a little bit more in your in your head doc uh but you still don't actually remember if 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 you know where it's at,
3: yeah, I don't know where it's at, but they seem to think I might know where it's at. Curiosity question: Who do we work for? Just in general, just want to make sure. I, you know, I, you know, I know, and I wouldn't have done anything to like malign the interests of of said <laughs> group. But you know, you like to just check.
2: I insight check that yep. just 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 for funsies. Just we're just gonna you're just you're getting a little you're you're, no, no, you're you, you, on you, pretty... you know
3: you know Doc well enough to. know <laughs> oh that my he, God.
2: It was almost a seven. It rolled to eighteen, though. So that's a twenty-one total. Uh, yeah, man. You were trying to side with the ex Nazis and oh, they're uh, ex Nazis. The Soviets.
3: Well, wait. Okay, look. I- I'm gonna say this right now. I don't know who you are. Oh, who we, we are. We. Well-
2: are MI six
3: <laughs> right? But I'm pretty damn sure we have ex Nazis too.
2: Right, just the Soviets. Sorry, I got I got excited talking about the Nazi gold.
3: Right, we, I, I thought we had the better ex Nazis. We
2: the MI six. Yes, we the MI six have the better Nazis. We we only we didn't. Yeah, of course. You know, how would I, were there still brilliant minds that lived that you know lived in Germany and and were you know oppressed by the by the regime under Hitler? And and of course, all we wanted to do was you know give them the opportunity to continue contributing to the free world and uh, you know lending their knowledge and experience to our own efforts to uh, you know uh, research space. Research all sorts of different, um, you know, different uh, chemical compounds. That, you know, there's been explosion of of chemistry and and technology that has come out of the the, the great wars, and and you know, make sure that that communism doesn't doesn't take over and, and ruin everything that that our wonderful free market has built.
3: Right. Why does <laughs> the words Operation Paperclip keep lingering in the back of my brain?
2: <laughs> that is a strange one to only. It's strange. That's the one that you remember.
0: While while this conversation is happening. Dante is just trying on tuxedo pants and trying to find like matching jacket <laughs> and shirt to fit over the uh the flat jacket uh, that he's
3: wearing. You know what? I'm going to choose to believe everything you just said because it's easier for me right now. <laughs>
2: Uh, well, don't worry. I'm sure I'm sure that one day we'll have the ability to restore. We don't exactly understand how leth epoxide works, but it could be that it simply removes connections in your synapses to memories. And so they're still there. We just have to rebuild those connections. Yeah, yeah, that, that checks out. Anyways, you want to join, man?
3: Uh, <laughs> let's say yes. And we work for MI6. Which would be part of what government?
2: (laughs) Uh, MI6 is British intelligence. Uh, We're fucking Brits? Some of us, you know, we I think we were born in lots of different places, Uh, but we have all somehow ended up working for the Brits, which, better than working for the Americans. We get we have the NHS. Y'all are diversity <laughs> hires.
0: I mean, speak, speak for yourself. I'm not American. I'm Texan. Thank you very much.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right. And for some reason, I was led to believe this Texas thing is its own thing.
0: I mean, we basically are. We're the ones like in charge, uh, if I if I say so
3: myself. That makes sense. You are the largest and scariest looking person here.
2: So it's like the <laughs> opposite of Ireland and the UK.
3: I don't know what those words mean, but like thank the you. The
2: smaller one is actually... But why- why does the, why the one does the, in charge of the bigger one.
3: Why does the bigger one not just eat the smaller
0: one? Also, this is 1960s Ireland, so I think certain events have yet to occur <laughs> that would <laughs> make this
3: be on everyone's radar to the extent. All right, um, well, I actually kind of don't care. The point is, though, that <laughs> I didn't cooperate with my captors. I gave them nothing.
2: Definitely. He definitely told them everything. We have to dose both of them with le- with lex- with lethepoxide. Leth-
3: no, no, you know for a fact I can't. <laughs> I gave them nothing, mostly because I know
2: nothing. <laughs> he told them everything that he knew. Wasn't a lot, fortunately, but I think that there's enough doses in here for us to uh, wipe these other two out and then leave them here safely. Hey, hey, I thought we were uh, buddies. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Doc and Dante, I don't mean dosing y- you both. I mean dosing the butler. Oh, I don't know about the other guy. I, I, we have enough oh, doses awesome. here to dose to dose the butler and, and just <laughs> leave him here safely. Yeah, sure. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and you're sure we're the good guys, right? If I wasn't sure that we're the good
0: guys, do you think I'd really be doing this? And then I just start slapping the guy
2: trying to wake him up just yeah. I mean, that,
3: that, that checks out for me
2: uh, <laughs> besides we're the ones that busted in and are busting you out i busted myself out you were hiding under a bed after i busted myself out <laughs> uh, bust yourself out of where i
3: was going to be strangled in my bed by a man named hans or something where's house where's,
1: i don't, I don't I keep track class. of krauts <laughs> okay uh a staticky comes through uh dante and eli's earpiece and and you just hear status
2: uh uh, hey, man, we've secured Doc and uh, samples, but we haven't gotten the rest of the intel. Uh, tell him about the Jaguar le- Leopard. Uh, Doc said that they were looking for the Leopard's gold.
3: Hmm.
1: Well, that's an entirely, we have an entirely different team on that, but I, that makes sense because Doc did know where the stash was. <laughs>
2: Doc knew where the stash was. I knew where the stash was. Why don't I know where the stat was Doc on the other team at some point And that was in his briefing or did I miss that in our briefing? I didn't read the briefing.
1: The leopard's gold, as far as we knew, was
2: unrelated to this, but that is good intel. Doc, they said that was great intel.
3: Tell him thank you. Also,
2: God save the queen. Doc says thank you and God save the queen.
1: God save the queen. So you you have the you have the samples. Do you know the contact? Uh, have we have contact yet?
2: I hold up the business card and I the I, I believe I don't know if this is the supplier or not, but this is the only thing that we have is some information that we have acquired. Does this look like this looks like a like a time and date and like an address, but I don't know where it's at. We don't have Google Maps in the 1960s. You know, it would really it'd be really convenient if I could look this up myself instead of having to radio back information. If there's a way for you to just like radio me the information so I could display it on some sort of portable device that would just read out text to me.
1: They go... (laughs) Whatever it is you have, your the MS Corazon is docking in Ibiza in the morning, which is where y'all will exit. So and you'll hand it to your handler. Do we
2: have? Did you include maps in our dockets? Of like somewhere that we can we can hide until morning?
1: Well, you have the layout for the the cruise ship. Yeah, but uh, I didn't I see
2: imagine. any big red circles. I was hoping for more big y'all red could. circles and like numbered big red circles. That's why we have y'all. You're there. That's what you can figure it out. That's what we were trained for. So look, man, we're on our own. (laughs) Dante, I will do anything that you tell me to do. Listen,
0: the most important thing when you're uh, slightly inebriated and have a hostage is relax. Have a good time and make them know that
3: you are capable of
2: infinite darkness and pain being brought to them.
0: But most importantly, have a good time.
2: (laughs) Infinite darkness and pain just like flames climbing (laughs) up the walls behind you like. That was some good weed. Okay. (laughs)
1: The, the voice says, Well, good job on securing the drug. We still need the name of supplier. It sounds like you might have that, but.
2: We'll have to confirm it somehow. I still haven't used the truth serum that y'all gave me in the lab. Yeah. So, all right, man. Well, take it easy. Over, over, eat over, over easy.
3: Take <laughs> take it over easy.
1: Static c- cuts out.
3: I have a question Are we all idiots?
1: I don't know. Are y'all? No I
3: don't no, know, Doc I mean, is asking that out loud. Oh I'll catch up.
2: <laughs> I, that's kind of rude, man. I got like straight A's and I, I got into Berkeley. Oh me? I'm a fucking moron. Uh, Berkeley College of Music? I'm not a I did have to I do you do have to know how to play like two instruments to get into Berkeley, but I was not admitted into the uh into the music department. No, I was, no there's a place in Massachusetts
3: Why do I remember this?
2: Jesus Christ. Whatever, man. Here's what I'm thinking that we do. I'm thinking we we blast this butler that you escaped from with a dose of this, and then we will have to figure out a way to get at the colonel. Aren't we supposed to, like, figure out who his supplier is without letting him know that we know?
1: Well, ideally, he's not supposed to know that MI6 agents.
2: I have
3: a great idea. So there's a guy that really likes to strangle people. Okay, okay. What if we gave him your memory dose thing, whatever you got, Mm -hmm. and then we made it look like he strangled this guy?
0: I love that plan. That seems like the, the best possible outcome, leaving a lot
2: of our issues. I like that plan. Do I know how long it'll take him to wake up after he gets dosed? we could just leave him passed out. Oh, that's true. Yeah.
1: No, okay. you, you don't know exactly how long. Um Where's uh, the where's the strangler at?
3: He's I tied him into a bed around the corner. Okay. And then we have to kill the butler
1: <laughs> after saving him from his cyanide pill.
0: No, we, no. we
3: have to mem- we have to memory <laughs> dose him too, but make it look give him some ligature marks
0: well dante yeah i mean listen if if you're asking me whether or not i'm down to choke someone anytime anywhere uh twice on sundays preferably in a church
2: actually Okay, I'll prepare the syringe. I pull the bag open, like mage hand, pull out one of the syringes, you know, pull the vial out carefully, you know, carefully fill it. I'm going to try and carry the body just so that way then we can do this
0: in the, uh, you know, the adjoining room or whatever the other room No, is. no, no.
3: The best place to put it
2: is to put the strangler in here. Gotcha. Oh. All right. Well, Doc, come help me drag, the, pull the strangler in here then. I'll go get the strangler. Perfect. Well,
1: we'll say as as you're doing that, you can hear some cheers of a large crowd coming through the walls. Uh, what you imagine is coming from the bar while you're doing whatever it is you're doing with <laughs> these two bodies. Some people just have all the
0: fun. I yeah. swear. It, it's unfair. Sometimes they have uh, to be on the clock.
1: You said you're drugging both of them and burning no, no, Klaus no. to...
3: We're, yeah, we're drugging both. Not dragging both. Here, Got, yeah, okay. drugging we're both Klaus, and Klaus, Klaus to the front,
1: the front sp- room. Cool. Do you use the handcuffs again or are you just, just putting them both into the general suite?
3: I think the goal is to make this look as kinky gone wrong as possible. So yeah, we'll use the handcuffs.
1: Okay. Klaus handcuffed to the bed or, or the other guy?
3: Other guy handcuffed to the bed. Klaus strangling gloves on. You set the perfect scene for
1: inside the general's
2: bedroom, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be pissed when he comes and finds this. <laughs>
0: And that's where we'll stop this week's episode of Psychic Dolphin Garages, PDG RPG. Come back next week for another fantastic campaign episode. Until next time.